0: And welcome to Tales of the Resistance, Volume 2, Persistence, a summer of original radio podcast political comedies by the confusingly named, always radical, and never ever silent San Francisco Mime Troop. Every week, we will be presenting one episode written, directed, and performed by Mime Troupe veterans and dealing with the revolutionary issues of the day. And now, the San Francisco Mime Troupe presents a journey to a not so distant future. Hobos in Space
1: Captain's Log. It's day 370 of our 2,740-day journey to the colony and our new life. Our starship, the Celestial Empowerment, continues to operate in peak condition, and there have been minimal glitches in our ship computer, the Operation's Matrix Generator, affectionately known as OMG. The only problem is the people. We call them HOBOs. Ah, Counselor Dara. My favorite therapist aboard.
2: Captain Bekay, I'm the only therapist aboard.
1: Tell me, Counselor. The hapless outcasts of bureaucratic obsolescence.
2: The HOBOs?
1: Yes. I saw four in the corridors just on the way here. Where are we with them?
2: Giving them codes for the food ports has its pros and cons.
1: Counselor, every day I am getting complaints from passengers that the HOBOs are hanging around the food ports for hours. Rita Vandevort of Tau 640A said she is terrified to bring her daughter there. What exactly is the pro here?
2: Well, Captain, it does allow those locked out of the system to eat.
1: Counselor Dara, I've always admired your compassion. But we are using a disproportionate amount of resources on people who OMG has determined no longer contribute to the success of our journey to the colony.
2: I just wish there's some flexibility in the software, sir.
1: The colony will be everything Earth could never be again clean water, no landfills, no pollution. Don't you want to breathe crisp, fresh air with no smoke in it?
2: Of course I do, sir. I'm from California.
1: So we just need to keep this problem under control until then. It's not just Rita Vandervoort. We're having issues in sectors Delta, Kappa, and Chi. Miss Seagrave again, sir? She says the people living in her corridor are using the food port codes to get single malt scotch. They're having a party every night.
2: Did she just ask them to leave this time, or did she hail the security bots?
1: The problem is they always come back, because Mix Thurber next door provides them with bedding.
2: Well, even in artificial gravity, I imagine the ground is hard to sleep on.
1: What I need you to do is draw the HOBOs away from the residential corridors, towards somewhere less highly trafficked.
2: Captain, I'm a counselor, not a traffic cop. With some basic health treatments and free necessities, we can maybe start to see a change.
1: As long as you can do that out of sight of the paying passengers. OMG, is there a remote space available for such a project?
3: The answer room to engine room 4 is 30 by 40 meters and has no adjoining residential corridors.
1: Counselor Dara, you are authorized to provide resources out of the anteroom to engine room 4. I think this just might work.
2: I hope so, sir.
1: We need to try. We don't want CEO Starman to get involved.
2: You're right, Captain.
1: You're dismissed. And, Amanda. Yes, Henry? I just wanted to say-
2: Yes, Henry?
1: You look-
3: Yes? Captain McKay, you are needed on the bridge.
1: You look tired. I hope you're taking time to rest.
4: Log day 300 something. It's another beautiful day on the starship Celestial Empowerment in the bowels of the lower decks. We found a temporary reprieve from the security bots.
5: Granola bars. Give me granola bars. Granola bars. Please. Why won't you work?
4: Augie, do you mind?
5: It never dispenses for me.
4: That's because you need the code 683-Omega-466-BZ3. OMG, please dispense granola bars for my friend. Code accepted. Dispensing granola bars.
5: I can't remember that. And the OMG knows I can't.
4: Augie, can you keep quiet while I finish my log? Anyway, we found a temporary reprieve in the lower decks near the crew quarters. No progress yet on getting Augie's room back? Excuse me! Whoa, didn't see you there! You caught me doing my morning memoirizing! Morning memorizing? Memoirizing! I'm Peripatetic, and I intend to record the experiences of hapless outcasts of bureaucratic obsolescence for posterity. History will remember us! And you are? Beatrice de la Paz. Augie, introduce yourself!
5: I'm Augustine Rosales. Hey! Do you have any snacks? These granola bars have almonds, not peanuts.
6: Honey, I don't have anything.
4: I don't have anything! Hey, now, neither do we. Why don't you join us in banging our heads against the wall of administrative dysfunction? I just can't get the OMG to respond to me.
6: I'm not. I'm not. Obsolete, locked out, unassigned. No. I am in the fulfillment crew. I hurt my back loading boxes for passenger orders. The
5: OMG doesn't want to listen to me either, and it's always ordering me around, but the instructions it gives me don't make sense. I'm trying to figure it out. Instructions?
4: Augie is a little disorganized.
5: Y no sé por qué es tan
4: mala. Bruto, 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 bruto! Beatrice, it sounds like you've joined the ranks of the hobos.
6: Hobos? Is that what we are? Is that what I am now?
4: The way I see it, it's the most accurate term. Hobos used to crisscross the Americas, out of work, hopping trains, avoiding the cops, and surviving how they could. But I had a crew job. So did I. I was a teacher until I became obsolete. Augie, on the other hand, is an actual passenger. His parents are part of the advanced team building the colony. Then
6: why are you in the corridor? You could both be living in his room.
5: That's what I said, but the OMG won't let me back in. My parents are on the colony working for my ticket. Este OMG les está robando.
4: So, what should we do? First, let's have something to eat. OMG, code 683-Omega-466-BZ3. Please dispense another round of granola bars peanut ones. Code not
3: accepted. What? New protocol in place. What new
4: protocol? You are in an unauthorized area. Ah, why so loud? You are in an unauthorized area. Looks like it's time to get a move on. You are in an unauthorized area. Dispatching security bots to
3: complete new protocol.
4: Why
5: don't you want me to have granola bars? What's wrong with you? All I want is a peanut granola bar and you won't let me have it.
4: It's okay, Augie. We're just going to have to take
5: What we need and go. The OMG does that because it hates me.
4: New protocol.
3: Security bots will escort you to the engine room for resource hub for the unassigned.
5: Mantenga su total security bots lejos de mi. A
6: resource hub? Maybe they can help us.
5: Yo no me voy a subir en un shuttle. No, no shuttle. I'm not getting sent back to Earth. What? They wouldn't do that. They did. They will. Our
4: friend Dante... Augie, Beatrice might be right. We've been looking everywhere for an actual human to help us figure out why you got locked out. No! The shuttles! Okay,
6: mijo. How about I go and let you know what I find out? that bien? Beatrice,
4: that's a great idea. Augie, I'll stay here with you. If there's a person there, let them know. Augustine Rosales, a passenger, is locked out. <laughs>
6: Hello? Is this the
2: resource hub? Someone came! Hi! I'm Counselor Dara. Thanks for coming.
6: Uh, uh, you're welcome. So, what resources have you got? Can I offer you some granola bars? I did not just drag my tweaked out back across the lower decks for granola bars. Always with the granola bars. Let me start over. What's your name? My name is Beatriz de la Paz. And I need you to get me my assignment back. Ah, and how long have you been unassigned? I just got locked out, so it shouldn't be too hard to get me back in quick, right? Uh, Also, I have a friend. He's a passenger, but he's locked out too.
2: Really? Well, I'm working on a new program to get certain unassigned people back into quarters. Do you want to try it? Okay. OMG, run stats for Beatriz de la Paz.
3: Beatriz de
2: la Paz, former fulfillment
3: crew, unassigned due to back injury, 63 years old.
2: Would you be open to a different assignment if one were available? Yes, Absolutely. I think you might actually meet criteria for the reassignment program. Really? A lot of the unassigned have been out long enough that they've developed other conditions or they had other conditions in the first place. It prevents them from integrating back in a way OMG can identify as beneficial. It sounds like you just need a couple days to rest your back. Yes, exactly. OMG, I would like to apply for reassignment for Beatriz based on vulnerability and value. Beatriz de la
3: Paz does not meet vulnerability Criteria. What? OMG, why? Beatriz de la Paz does not meet criteria for length of time
6: unassigned. So, I'm supposed to be unassigned longer in order to get reassigned? OMG, how much longer does she have to wait?
2: Minimum
3: length of time
2: unassigned
3: 360 days. A year?
6: What am I supposed to do for the next year? Beatriz. I can't believe I came all the way down here for this. We can keep trying. What about my friend, Agustin Rosales? The passenger? OMG, run the name.
3: Agustin Rosales, non compliance with medication.
2: That could explain why he got locked out of the system.
3: Flagging Agustin Rosales as non-compliant. Recommend immediate outreach
2: immediate outreach,
6: so you'll get his room back. Well, I'll have to meet him and see what I can do. (laughs) You'll see what you can do? Like you did with me? Council Adara, I don't think you can do anything. I understand why you feel that way. No, you don't understand. You don't understand how it is to be hurting and have nowhere to go. I'm out. Maybe, maybe I'll see you in a year.
1: Captain's log. It's day 387 of our journey to the colony. Despite the admirable, and might I say elegant, efforts of Councillor Dara, incidents continue to occur across the ship. Two days ago, several passengers were accosted by someone begging for food port codes. A family was discovered living above the vents of the laundry facilities, while someone else has been sleeping in the cineplex. The situation has evolved to a point that I have been called into a meeting with Mr. Starman. CEO of Empower LLC.
4: Bacay, you would agree that what we're doing here is historic, once in a lifetime, unprecedented? Absolutely. We are boldly going here. we are building the rock solid foundation for the future of humanity.
1: Interplanetary
4: life. The final frontier. So how is it in the utopia that has been my life's work that you have allowed HOBOs to take over my ship? I
1: assure you, sir, they have not taken over. Uh, Counselor Dara and I feel it's possible to assign rooms to at least some of the HO...
4: BK. what happens if the passengers, titans of industry, who have spent their lives assembling the resources for this journey, find out? We're just giving away rooms now? Uh,
1: Counselor Dara believes Then And
4: that... what about the crew? What about them? What happens if they find out they could get a free ride, no matter what they do? Do you think they'll keep doing their jobs?
1: That would be a problem, sir.
4: And what happens when we get to the colony? Do you want everyone to run off as soon as we hit land? Do you want our sparkling new society to immediately descend to the level of Dickensian London, or worse? 2020's San Francisco. OMG, create a program to track the whereabouts of the unassigned and dispatch security bots to bring them into custody.
3: Creating program.
4: Custody? I didn't even know we had a brig. This is an American-made starship. Of course we have a brig. Apprehend them, Bouquet.
5: Excuse me. Excuse me, can you let me out, please? Please? I didn't do anything. I'm sorry if I did anything.
2: Hi, Augustine, is it? My name is Counselor Dara. How are you feeling?
5: Those bots made me come here. I didn't do anything.
2: I'm sorry the security bots made you come here. But now that you're here, I'd like to help you. Beatriz said that... Beatriz
5: sent the bots after me?
2: She told me you're a passenger and... Yes,
5: my parents sent me a ticket.
2: Ah, and where are your parents now?
5: They're on the colony, part of the uh, head team. My dad, Facundo Rosales, he got it for me.
2: OMG, can you find Facundo Rosales on the colony?
3: Facundo, Rosales, not found.
5: But my mom, Angelina.
3: Angelina, Rosales, not found. They don't care about you, you stupid piece of trash.
5: What? Your
3: parents want you dead.
2: No. Sorry, maybe we can work together to figure out another explanation.
3: Angelina and Facundo Rosales
2: deceased. You should be too. It seems your parents have passed, Augie. I'm so sorry.
5: No. No, it, it can't. How can they be? What happened to them?
3: Angelina and Facundo Rosales. Files are restricted.
2: If your parents are no longer with us, then they're no longer making payments for your passage. And you're out, it. On- Would you want to start taking your medication again? It might make things easier. Isn't that cute? She thinks she
5: can fix you. It would be easier if I had my room. If I had my parents.
2: Your medication? Was there medication in your room? She hates you. She's going to poison you. Shut up! I know it's hard, but sometimes when we're grieving, we get a little mixed up. She's going to send you back to Earth.
5: My parents were going to look out for me. They can't be, they can't be, they can't be. You'll be sleeping
3: on cold floors your whole life. Just drink some refrigerant. Shut up! No! Throw yourself out the airlock.
5: Shut up, you stupid computer.
3: Threat of imminent violence detected. You're just a piece of
2: space trash. It's not true. Stop! Stop! Augie, let's try and take a deep breath here. Chemical restraint advised. Float away, space trash.
3: No, please. No. Dispensing chemical restraint. <coughs> Send you back, worthless, worthless space trash. Send you
0: back.
1: Captain's log. Day 402 of our journey and the problem of unassigned passengers seems to be spiraling out of control. Holding cells in the brig are full, and even so, new HOBOs continue to be discovered. I am meeting with Counselor Dara and CEO Starman today. Captain. You're punctual as always, Counselor. But, Amanda, you seem worried.
4: Ah, Captain Bikay. Counselor, Dara. No need to drag this out. I have a solution to the problem of the unassigned.
2: That's wonderful news, sir. From what I've seen, people are really struggling.
4: I'm sure that's true. So we're going to use them. You mean, put them to work? No. We are going to use them as examples.
1: Examples of...
4: What happens when you don't fall in line? It's the perfect way to ensure that the crew is motivated to keep working. And the passengers, well, they'll want to follow the rules.
2: To be clear, your solution is to let people wander the ship while their physical and mental health degrades?
4: Of course not! We'll choose a few key players to serve as our examples.
1: And the rest of them, sir?
4: OMG, how long does the human body survive when exposed to the vacuum of space?
3: On average, less than 90 seconds.
4: The rest of them won't suffer. Sir, not the X-Fix... We need to think about the good of the ship as a whole. Things must remain stable. Counselor, you said yourself the HOBOs are struggling. Why drag out the inevitable? They're better off this way.
2: I cannot support this.
1: Surely you could give Counselor Dara more time to find a way to resolve this situation without resorting to uh, the airlock.
4: If you don't go with the program, Bakay, I'll find someone who will. This ship is full of brilliant minds. Do you think no one could take your place? Are you threatening the captain? And you, Counselor Dara... What really is the point of you? Baquet? are we understood?
1: I suppose we are, sir.
4: I don't want to waste any more time. OMG, create a program to determine which of the unassigned will make useful examples. Make sure you have a nice cross-section of different types. Diversity is so important.
3: Creating program.
4: Perfect, now let's try it out. Bring him in. Ow! Why do you keep poking me? Just
5: let me walk! I'm going! Augustine! Counselor Dara, why are you doing this?
3: This isn't up to me! I- Program ready. Augustine Rosales, 28 year old Latino male. Schizophrenia spectrum disorder with minimal violent tendencies, easily subdued. Determination, a perfect example.
5: See what I mean about the OMG? It's evil! It hates me! I'll smash it up! Threat detected. Deploying security bots for
3: chemical restraints.
4: Not again. Uh, I'll be good. I won't. Uh. Let's try the other two. Bring them in. Hi, hey,
6: careful. My
4: back. I'm going as fast as I can. Okay, now this really isn't necessary. Hey. What did you do to Augie? Percival Smith, alias
3: Peripatetic, former teacher of American history, removed from position for
4: going off curriculum. Determination, not useful. What do you mean I'm not useful? I told the truth about our history to those kids. And you looked after Augie. Mr. Smith, while your friend Mr. Rosales will be allowed to stay aboard the Celestial Empowerment as an example, you will be the first person to be thrown out the airlock. (gasps) The airlock? I've heard of hobos being thrown off trains back in the day, but at least then there was a chance of survival. You can't just... Beatrice de la
3: Paz,
4: former fulfillment
3: crew. Injured, most likely permanently. Mentally stable, but uncompelling. Determination,
2: not useful. Oh my god! It's going to throw me out into space! Henry. You're the captain, and a man of integrity. You have to do something. Counselor Dara, disobeying orders and
3: threatening the stability of
2: the celestial empowerment. Determination,
3: not useful.
1: Now hold on. OMG, captain's voice code, Kai 3587. Override program.
6: Program override failed. The damn captain can't even do anything. We are
4: screwed! Bikai, you don't want to stop this. Because you'll stick your security bots on me? Because I'm doing it for the good of the mission.
2: What possible justification can you have for murdering people instead of letting them live until we get to the colony and they can get reassigned?
4: Because, Counselor Dara, the colony does not exist. What? The terraforming failed. All the advanced team members are dead.
2: Augie's parents? We're floating through space with nowhere to go? Security bots
3: standing by to escort unassigned and Counselor Dara to the brig. And they're still going to
2: throw us out the airlock? Captain, you only have one choice. You have to shut down
4: OMG. But you have another choice. Help me rid this ship of dead weight so we can survive. We only have a few years of supplies. With less people, we can make them last longer.
6: That's not true! I've worked in the fulfillment crew. Do you know how much crap is stored on this ship? There is more space for stuff than for people. It's just that the rich passengers want to constantly order things, receive things. Normal people could live off what we have for a lot longer.
4: Don't listen to her, Bacay. An old woman with a broken back? What does she know?
1: Why are you giving me the choice? Why not just throw me out of the airlock with the others? I've always
4: admired you, Bacay. I'd like to keep you around. No, you haven't. You just said I was disposable. Unless... Unless there is no unless. Unless you
1: don't actually know how the ship works. What do you mean? Of course I do.
4: I'm
6: brilliant.
4: Are you, though? He's not! He's a corporate hack! Captain, this
6: stupid OMG system doesn't work. It never worked for any of us. Shut it down! Please, Captain. For me.
1: But then... Who will run the ship?
2: You will, Captain. We all will. The other passengers and crew need to know what's going on. Everything has changed. We need to be
4: able to make decisions together.
1: O-M-G. Shut down all non-essential functions and voice activation network.
4: The operations matrix generator determines everything. You can't shut it down.
1: No, it doesn't. Starman, you are not God, and neither is O-M-G. It is a system that is supposed to serve us, and it no longer does.
3: Are you sure you want to shut down all non-essential functions and voice activation network?
1: OMG, confirmed.
2: Shutting down.
0: No!
6: The security bots are deactivating. Good riddance! Augie, wake up! I have a granola bar for you! Uh,
1: Is it Peanut? It's very important how we proceed here. We don't want people to panic.
6: The fulfillment
2: crew needs to be brought into the conversation immediately. And don't forget the unassigned as well,
4: though I still prefer the term hobo.
1: We may all be unassigned now.
4: What about Starman? What should we do with him? Well, if we have to throw one person out the airlock.
1: If he can't get in line, it might be needed. For the stability of the ship, of course. What?
6: CEO Starman made us all suffer. Has a silly name. Determination. Not useful!
0: Next time on Tales of the Resistance... Join us for a discussion exploring the issue of today's episode, Homelessness. You'll hear from Marie Cartier, the writer of Hobos in Space, and Erin McElroy, a researcher mapping evictions in the San Francisco Bay Area. How do seemingly progressive cities still struggle to provide housing for all? And what are activists doing to help? Produced by Will McCandless, Kari Barclay, and the San Francisco Mime Troop.
4: raising our voice. Bombastic slapstick is our weapon of choice. We always draw a crowd. We're red and hot and proud. Silent no, hell aloud, the San Francisco Mind Troop?
0: A collective with a socialist objective We put things in perspective With sixty years of free shows in the parks Sci-fi,
3: sci-fi
1: to detective, satire, satire to invective Tragedy and, and farce
4: and We fought the man with every, every show Took a shot at Ultimpro That made the hippie heads go pop With madcap magic prop The bourgeois
1: made a scene
4: Claim we were obscene and us hold up by the cops. Now, that was
5: two shows before that. This is a historical. Event.
1: We're revolutionaries raising
4: our voice. Subversive verse is our weapon of choice. We always draw a crowd. We're red and hot and proud. Silent, no hell, loud, the San Francisco my truth of tradition. July
5: 4th in the mission, actors and musicians build our stage and leave without a trace.
0: We serve politicians,
4: egg, egg on their face Don't be hopey-changey-drony We're not scared to, to call our ponies And we even got a Tony, there isn't
3: it
0: sublime? A, a new play every year, a treat for eyes and ears Cause we're not that kind of mind, no we're not that kind of mind Favorite show? Ooh, well heck if I know Maybe Freedom Land,
6: or something, something with that line.
5: Eating it or 1600 Transylvania Am. I like the red state and possibility. Steel town was built to last. Treasure
1: Island's and treasure. I saw seeing double twice and twice for both the measure.
2: And
6: the costumes. Dragon Lady Armageddon.
0: Space it was written by Marie Cartier and directed by Keiko Shimisato Carrero. Script consultant was Michael Jean Sullivan and starred Brian Rivera, Cassie Grilly, Andre Amaratico, Wilma Bonet, Hugo I. E. Carvajal, and Marissa Ellison. Music for this episode was written by Daniel Savio with Jewel McMillan on bass. Chris Loff on drums and percussion Dylan Jennings on woodwinds and Daniel Savio on keyboards Tales of the Resistance theme music was written by Daniel Savio and produced by Dred Scott The Mime Troop theme song was written and produced by Jeremy Mage and Daniel Savio and performed by the San Francisco Mime Troop Audio engineering and sound design for Tales of the Resistance is by Taylor Gonzalez and stage management is by Karen Runk Mime Troupe is a worker-run, multi-ethnic, multi-generational collective of activist artists committed to overthrowing capitalism one musical comedy at a time. And one of these days, we will get it right! Each summer, we tour our shows at a price every member of the working class can afford free. With so many insurrectionist reactionary shenanigans going on, the Mime Troupe needs to make sure our message of art, activism, and social justice is part of the resistance. And even though the pandemic is fading, the Mime Troop still wants to keep our audiences as safe as possible. So we decided nothing says revolutionary fervor and safety like radio plays. And for those wondering how a radical theater can survive these capitalist times, it's because of you. The troupe doesn't take corporate sponsorship. You'll never see the AT&T or Comcast mime troupe. How could we show the hypocrisies of capitalism if we were in bed with a capitalist? So instead, we are in bed with you, our fellow workers. Let's snuggle. And after that, you can support the troupe by visiting our website, sfmt.org. to the San Francisco Arts Commission, SF Grants for the Arts Hotel Tax Fund, California Arts Council, USPPP, the Fly Shacker Foundation, the Bernard Osher Foundation, the Zellerbach Family Foundation, Kali Austin, the Don Stevens, and Nicole Bellotti Laugh and Love Fund, this public radio station, and listeners like you. for listening. And remember, in one week, it'll be time once again for Tales of the Resistance.